And this feels like a little bit of a different start. And it feels like a little bit of a different start because we wanted to make sure we're trying to adjust some things when some national events happen that need attention. And so we're going to take a minute before we hit our our music and hit our intro and, and get into the silliness and the escapism a little bit that this podcast is for some of you um, and acknowledge that um, our deepest uh, hearts and our thoughts and our prayers and our good vibes and whatever it is um, goes out to the people in Buffalo um, who were victimized by what can only be described as an act of hate. Um, and that's it. Um, and so I wanted to take a minute just because um, I have some colleagues out there that um, were uh, one of my colleagues lives within two miles of that grocery store. Um, and so and, and not only that for the people who I know who were affected, but just because um, we are here yet again as a podcast to acknowledge um, some hateful stuff that's going on in the country and just wanted to take a minute um, to acknowledge that. So that is enough of me talking. And I'd love it if my co-hosts have anything that they'd like to add to please take the time and, and add what you need to. But wanted to take a moment. Um, un, You know, as usual, Doug kicked us off in a. Fantastic fashion, unfortunately, with sad events. But I did want to also acknowledge the um, California shooting as well. Oh, please, yep. also seem to be led by hate for Taiwanese like Americans, and so that was also another shooting fueled by you know racial hate. And it and to say it sucks is a very very complete understatement sure. to say it's annoying is a is an understatement it is just a pure these are all pure acts of evil to go out of your way unfortunately i saw the video and i'm so damn desensitized that i saw the video from the buffalo shooting that they that he had on his webcam and he went around shooting you know shooting all these people and apologized, pointed the gun at a white man and apologized for pointing the gun to him in the middle of his shooting spree. Oh, Jesus. And it's like, man, this is so heartbreaking and it's yeah. disheartening. And people have these stupid ass conversations about what's the left and the right and this and the that and the CRT versus no CRT and all of this other stuff. But we cannot acknowledge the root of like that there is still some pain and hurt and there is still some evilness in the roots of it all that needs to be acknowledged and needs to be addressed and so it it is it is disheartening as a black man to have to watch these videos to know that man if i go to walmart tomorrow will this happen will i say the wrong thing and you know speak of at the wrong situation that somebody just won't like and has they have this freedom and this option to grab this big ass gun for absolutely no reason and come in and, and gun us down or gun me down. And I would hate for it to happen to Doug and Brian or his family. And if it was vice versa, if somebody was targeting them, it's disgusting. It's yeah. evil and prayers and condolences to the families, you know, to everybody affected in this, you know, whether you, whether somebody died or did not, that is trauma regardless. Yep. hundred percent. Well said, Brian. Yeah, I for anybody watching the live stream, I've been having a hard time focusing because I when it, when I, I hate how it feels like how often this happens. And we've talked about stuff like this on the pod before. And I've I've sometimes I've struggled. And I think I think for me, just keeping it simple here is the best. And 
This was motivated by white supremacy and this false belief in the replacement theory, which is wrong. And I'm not even going to get into details because it's wrong. That's not what this podcast is here for, but I'm here to tell you that it's wrong and it's completely baseless. And it's the same excuse that autocrats and dictators and racists have used for hundreds of years. Like this is the same baseless logic of going back hundreds of years. And it makes me angry. It makes me sad. It makes me feel hopeless at times. But what I what I do know is that this this doesn't have a place, and it doesn't have to be like this. And so, white supremacy is real. It affects people around us, and it's important that you you call this out when you see it, if it's in person or whatever, because this type of this type of thinking led to this Buffalo incident and it should have never happened. Um, and so my thoughts and prayers are to with everybody with the senseless tragedy. I do know that there's resources for the survivors and the, um, the people of the Buffalo area um, on the New York uh, government website. So I would direct people there if, if we have people there need to know that. Um, so those, those are my thoughts at, at the current time and I'm thinking of, everybody affected appreciate it appreciate it both of you well said um uh, the only thing go ahead please no make sure that you wherever you fall when it comes to voting and all of that other stuff i know everybody has differences but make sure that you are voting and that you Mm. are aware of what's going on around you because that is where the change will start To say that your vote does not matter to say that your voice does not matter is giving away your power to those that recognize what it actually means to vote and make their voices heard. And you don't want that falling on the wrong side of things. So please make sure you're paying attention, not just to the big elections, but to the local ones as well. Yep. hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. Um, the only other thing that I'll say is, you know, we've come on this podcast a lot and we have uh, talked about stuff like this probably more often than I thought. I think any three of us ever thought <laughs> that this is something that we would touch base on. Um, and it can be hard to process stuff like this. Um, so if you need help processing it, like shoot us a message on our like socials and we'll either get you connected to resources that are in your state. Or if you just need to vent and you need us to be like, I hear you appreciate you sharing. Someone will, will respond backwards. Mm -hmm. Um, but I I encourage you again to kind of go the way that Brian went, which was, you know, reach out to your local areas for support networks. They're there. You got to find them. But if you need help finding them, I mean, the three of us are good at digging up bullshit movie facts. We can help you dig up where you can yes. find some of this stuff. So we we can put our strength of Google searching to for for good as well. Right, exactly. As, yeah, <laughs> not just for not just for silliness. And to you evil bastards, out there, <laughs> I'm letting you know now. I may be sad. I may be down. And we may be sad and we may be down, but I read comic books, bitch. And that means I'm south back harder than ever. That's true. This shit will not last always. Like it is sad right now, but like there is a light on the horizon. And I am a thorough believer in that. Like just me personally, I am a very thorough believer in that. That like it's going to hurt right now, but 
the bounce back is going to be so real and so significant. This evil shit will not last always. Yep, that's absolutely accurate. So with that, we're going to kick it on over to our fun intro music. We're going to deliver the fun content that you can use to have an hour and a half or an hour and some change. We love um, you. To to laugh and to enjoy yourself. But we did want to take that moment to acknowledge it. So without further ado, on with the show. You may fire when ready. What exactly is it that they do? Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. Oh, yeah. How are you all? Feeling. We are so thrilled that you all are joining us today for another Patty Family Picks movie. Oh, yes. And remember, if you want to be a part of the family picking the movies, head over to patreon.com slash films and black and white. Yeah, you check that out. But man, we've got a great show to get into today. What a great pick by the Patty family, I'm by the way. Like, genuine... what a great reason to join the Patreon. They're a good group of folks picking I... good content for us. Yeah, I thought, <laughs> I don't want to get too much into it, but I thought I would dislike this more. So <laughs> we'll I just definitely wanna, talk about that. I just want to leave it there. You have not seen this already. I have not. I don't know yeah. why. I'll get um, into why. There's this whole Shaq era of movies that was just like, kind of mind blowing. Yeah, for sure. But we need there there are traditions and rules, um, as I've stated before, that we need to follow. So I'm going to kick it on down to a one Brian Roush. Brian Roush, how are you feeling? I'm I'm a kaleidoscope of emotion. I I've had a very busy day. I've had some high highs. I've I've had some tough moments, but I'm very happy to be here. Uh, I'm super pumped. Uh, the one thing I'm, I'll use my my fun time here for, like we've just started doing yard work uh, yeah. around the house. Like it just got nice enough, and like I was like, man, I I do not like mowing my lawn. Why am I like <laughs> put water on it and then I cut it and then I do it again? What like yeah. why am I doing this anyway? I'm looking into alternatives for my yard, and of course, my wife is like, it has to be like. A way better alternative so it's probably I, I don't know what i'm gonna find anyway my point being uh i was like why do we have grass yards apparently the french french thought this was like super okay. cool in the 1500s so because some french kings wanted some manicured lawns i'm out here like every you know okay. every week cutting my lawn anyway i mowed my lawn today way oh, to go that's, me that's yep. fun you get French, you get French kissing and French fries. I mean, it's only right you gotta. Yeah. Well, you know, I, those things have to like be ratio, It's out. a two to one ratio. Yeah. I guess it's and not I, right. I mean, and I know that those are not all from. <laughs> but but you know what? We're gonna give it. To, we're gonna give. We're gonna give it to them. That was just a joke, y'all. Like I know they're gonna give it to them. That immediately made me mowing the lawn better. That's yeah, that's that's great. That's what he's gonna think about. He's like, well. If I have to do this to get French fries and French kissing, then uh, yeah. it is what it is. I love so, a combination. That's the name of the episode. Look at you. Look at this positivity. Well, I, right. I love being here. That's, yeah. that's, that's just how we do it. Well, uh, Marcus J. Destin, sir, how are you? I'm back. I'm back and I'm black. I ain't gonna do this, I'm still here. Still black. Still back. I'm black. I mean, I don't. That's all I got, really. I mean, oh, it's been okay. a. It's been a uh, 
you know, when you witness shit from afar, we, you know, if you listen to the episode and what we addressed before, it gets tough. Yep. Like, fuck. Yes. Like, I just had to take a day, you know, to myself to kind of like, you know, you get the option to turn some shit off or you just want to read up and, you know, be aware and figure out how you can help or how you can be informed to be ready mm-hmm. to help. So that's kind of where I am. And, you know, you want to have come on here. But Mondays are my day to like have fun with the boys and come sure. up here and just, you know, talk our shit about movies. Yeah, I hear that. For I'm sure. Great. I, I want to say I, I, vibe, I vibe with that whenever like a national event happens. Yeah. It's like I'm torn between doom scrolling Twitter and finding everything out or like I'm going to disassociate and yeah. go do something completely unrelated. So yeah. I can at least identify with that type of mindset. I hear 100 percent. 100 percent. But um, Doug Wagner, how are you? I am doing outstanding, uh, relatively yes. speaking. Um, it has been a great day. Um, it was sunny. It was nice out. Yes. I'm on the opposite side of this, Brian. Like, I <laughs> love doing fight, yard work. Fight, really? Fight, fight, fight. Including fight. mowing my lawn. Like, <laughs> any opportunity to get outside and to sweat and then to look out and be like, yeah, that looks good. Like I get genuinely <laughs> excited about it. So You're like seeing the even, the, the yeah, even. I like it when you see the lines in it. Like wow. I, so that's, I don't. Okay, that's just where I'm at. Wow. Um, well, I'm glad somebody likes yeah, it. That's great. I mean, so there's that. I also want to. Yeah, that's right. You... <laughs> that's right. I, I, you can't have all three, so I got to pick one of those three to throw out. I guess. Um. <laughs> I do want to acknowledge, though, Marcus. Wait a minute. How do you pick? <laughs> Which one? Know. You have I mean, to I don't pick know. one. Which one? I mean, I Are guess. You think French fries or the French lawn? I guess I'd have to get rid of French fries out of okay, anything. That's a smart decision. Yeah. yeah. Like, I could take them or leave them. Like, if somebody's like, oh, do you have to have fries? And if there are other <laughs> options like chips and salsa, like, I'll change it up. Like, I don't have to get fries every time. Chips and salsa, it's solid, solid that's, energy. Oh, yeah. But yeah. how do you, but French kissing. It's kind of gross to to a certain extent. Oh, if aliens came down from space and they're like, tell us how you show affection. It's like, yeah. well, believe it or not, yeah. we take this thing that's exclusively <laughs> right. for tasting and right. we just mash it together right. with another person. And we like, taste that's our all partner. it is. Yeah. Like, so I could see how somebody would be like, take French kissing off of the table. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I get it. Take French Italian dressing off the table. But then, like, all no, because then all romance is like a PG, like oh. this is PG. Like, Brian, like, there are <laughs> other things besides French okay. kissing. I'm, we, I'm going. I don't want to get into it. Literally, how do you differentiate a regular <laughs> no. kiss no. from a French kiss when you're trying to initiate, <laughs> like a French kiss <laughs> initiate? Like, you're like, oh, we going there, huh? Like, oh, it's like it's that time. <laughs> So I kind of see what Brian. Is. Yeah, fuck those French fries. I mean, yeah, that's I, true. I, I, I understand true. the logic. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, I do want to shout out though. I wanted to give a shout out to uh, a Marcus J. Destin. Uh, I was at an event on Ooh. Friday night, uh, a rare outing. Hey. Um, and Marcus was emceeing a like a like an event for local people who are running for local office in Vermilion, That's and he awesome. was emceeing that. And shout out to Katie Ulrich; she did an outstanding yeah, job too. Ulrich. But but Marcus brought some great energy. So um, kudos to Marcus for a good Thank MC you. job. Appreciate that. I putting appreciate putting that. energy in the midterms. I love it. You I love to see it. Trying my best to do better. You know, it was so good to see Doug there. I was not ex- when he came. I was like, is that my guy, Doug? I came out of nowhere. <laughs> And here's the thing. And then that's out of nowhere. I mean, my favorite thing, (laughs) and I've said this to Marcus before, but my favorite thing to do is an Irish goodbye. 
Like I, I get off on it. Like if I'm halfway, if, if I'm halfway home and nobody knows I left, if I get, you know what my fucking best moment is? If wow. I've left an event and 30 minutes later, I get a text that says, where'd you go? I'm like, yeah. fuck, I did it. I'm That's home. Crazy. That's what I did. I did it. I, I, I did it. Everybody. I did it. Tell somebody. Well, I told Marcus. I was like, he did tell me. He gave me. Well, he told That's somebody. That's because after I learned he likes to give an Irish goodbye, I keep mm. my eye on it. But yeah, but gentlemen, we have a podcast to get into. We have. But hold a, on. Okay. I have. A pop quiz, you bastards. Oh, oh, oh. I, I'm having flashbacks to high school. Okay. <laughs> that was very aggressive. Y'all are not bad. Ooh, okay. Anyway, pop quiz. The pop quiz. Woo! I love that. I'm in oh, geography God. right now. So before. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'm not a good test taker either, so I'll be panicking like shit. Okay. <laughs> so before we get into the movie, there's a couple things you need to know. Quincy Jones is credited as a producer yes, he for is. this film. So before we start talking about this movie, I want to know, can you gentlemen tell me, the infamous Quincy Jones, can you tell me what movie did Quincy Jones uh. not score or make the soundtrack for? Option A, The Wiz original soundtrack. Option B, The Italian Job, Paramount, 1985, I believe. Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Or the Sanford and Son theme song. Uh. I will read it one more time for those listening while they think. Uh, can you tell me what movie did Quincy Jones not score or make the soundtrack for? Okay. I have a guess. All mm -hmm. right. I have a guess. Okay. Yeah. And my guess is Sister Act 2. Okay. Do you want my justification for my guess? Yeah, of course. My guess is Sister Act 2 because it's a sequel. Okay. If you had had Sister Act on there, I would have been like, okay, that's hard because I could see him being involved in all of those at some point. Hmm. But because Sister Act 2 was a sequel, I'm going with Sister Act 2. I don't 2. know, man. That's interesting. Okay, that's interesting justification. I like it. I like it. Brian, what do you think? I feel like the the, the vibe in Sister Act Two is different. So, like, I feel I I would believe that. Like, I would believe he would have scored it. I'm between Italian Job and uh, and Sanford and Son theme, but I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go Italian Job. I, that's I think where I'm gonna end up putting my chips, only because. It's the one that's not like the others, but fair. at the same time, he's very talented. So lashes of Quincy. I, it's the one I know the most, and it yeah, I, that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna do for now. B okay, uh, All right. Italian job. All right, gentlemen, the one project that Quincy Jones did not score or make a soundtrack for is. Sister Act Two, back in the habit. Wow, well done, Doug. Yeah. Doug did not. He did. Doug is right on. I don't know about the sequel thing. That's interesting. I would have to look in to see if he's done a lot of sequels. But he did do the Italian Job. He did do the Wizard wow. of the soundtrack, and he did do the Sanford and Son theme song. But interestingly enough, he does not have a scoring credit for Steel itself. Just a what? Interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, that's it's very interesting. 
I have a wow. lot of questions. Okay. Okay. Um, I also have this thing about Quincy Jones that every time I hear about him, I think of the TV show Arrested <laughs> Development because he's referenced several episodes of yeah. the second season for that one. So, um, but Quincy good quiz. All around the world and I, yeah, yeah, too. So, like, there's yeah. a Quincy Jones documentary that's also really, really good. And his daughter was, in, you know, was in the office. Yeah. Is what everybody would know her from. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I just thought this would be interesting. Maybe something we'll start doing. Yeah, for sure. Forward, um, but yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that. Good pop quiz. That was Marcus. that was solid. That was really solid. The other piece of business we got to take care of is we were chatting, and after our conversation with uh, Miss Stephanie Williams. So if you have not listened to our Doctor Strange conversation, go back and listen to that. Yeah, go do that. Brian yeah. kind of thought not a lot of people know what the general gist of secret wars is about. So Brian's going to give us like a, like 60 seconds, like a two minute overview of the general theme for secret wars. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Marcus and I might chime in on how we think that's being set up for that going forward. So Brian, take it away. Alrighty. So this is going to be a quick summary version. This is by no means exhaustive. I'm leaving out information for the purposes of getting people up to speed on the narrative. So secret wars, what exactly does that mean? It's actually gobbledygook because Marvel just chose those names because they thought it sounded good and would, and it would sell comics. So I just want to get that out of the way. It word, is gobbledygook. Like much. that's just straight up marketing buzzwords. <laughs> Basically, uh, Secret Wars has had a bunch of different iterations. The most, uh, I'm going to focus on the two, two most well-known. The first is that there was a giant crossover uh, bet- between the most popular Marvel characters uh, in the 80s. And basically uh, a being took 12 heroes uh, and 12 villains and put them on battle world. And like, basically they had to duke it out. It gets weird. It's a very weird. This is where Spider-Man gets a symbiote though. So if that's of interest to you, go for it. First appearance. appearance. Also, if you want to see the X-Men being like, well, this sucks. We're just going to fight everybody. Uh, It's a great story (laughs) for that too. Um, Anyway, that just resolves itself. There's not a lot going on there. Secret Wars then pops up again in other media. It actually pops up in the animated series for Spider-Man. I believe there's a Secret Wars 2. The most recent iteration, though, is by Jonathan Hickman, and it's what a lot of people are referencing. So it's the same vibe of, like, cherry-picking people from stories and putting them all together, except there's a lot of uh, multiversal dressing, is how I will put it. The long and short is that essentially the Marvel universe starts to collapse. There's incursions. There's not enough room for every multiverse. And you start having different multiverses fight each other. At one point, the ultimate universe fights the main continuity, um, uh, Marvel universe 616. And essentially it's a fantastic four story. That's like, that's where it centers. And what ends up happening is through a series of events, Dr. Doom, (laughs) of all people gets yep. the power to put the universe back together yep. and uh, big shocker. He puts it together in his own vision and creates his own battle world in yep. which there's a chunk from the ultimate universe. There's a chunk from yep. the 2099 universe. There's a chunk from 1602. Um, and everybody kind of forgets they all had their own universe. So yep. there's this twilight where everybody's functioning together. Like this is completely normal. Uh, that is where the story goes so basically the gist is like heroes from anywhere all will fight on the same team against xyz evil 
Yep. Um, so that's the basics of it. I really encourage you to go read Hickman's it's run. Awesome. I think it's really fun. Um, the, the, the 80s version of Secret Wars is for comic book diehards. It is not easily accessible, <laughs> I'd say, for more casual readers. Um, but that's your quick summary. That's awesome, Brian. That I love that. Um, okay. Some other pieces from Thank the you. like the most recent iteration that I want to add that are fun is yeah. um like Doctor Doom is basically like a god, and he yes. is it's it's incredible to see because he's convinced to your point, Brian, that they've forgotten the other universes. He's yeah. convinced people like Doctor Strange to basically work for him, and he oh, Doctor Strange yeah. has completely forgotten that at one point in time he was defending the universe from mystical threats um and so and there's a whole world I of mean, thors oh like, my he makes a thor police force is it from thor every thor force. from yeah. every universe which is brilliant yes mm-hmm. yeah so it's it's really really cool very much worth a read um I could absolutely see the reason why they think it's going this route. Um, I could certainly set it up that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as long as it's the Russo brothers that are taking the reins on that. Um, Cause I was talking with the, with the fellas about, I just recently rewatched infinity war after actually a couple years when I thought about it, because sure. I, get, I get so afraid of, watching movies that i really really liked you do they won't stay sure you up, do like with the, the exception of, of justice league because that's a classic but don't get me started on that shit um okay, so so um infinity war just it was not my favorite when i you know when you look at endgame obviously i like that one more because it was giving me answers and it was a finale and it was just yep. yeah everybody's coming together infinity war was like i remember the feeling of when they just dust it and then everybody oh. was like Oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. What a way to end a movie. It was a hell. It was something new and fresh and different. But um, I hope it's the Russo brothers that take the reins on the Secret War thing. I feel like they do that whole big team interacting with each other. People, you know, characters we all love interacting with each other. That yeah. we've seen. They did that very, very well in Infinity War. I hope they do it again. Some of the rumors that are coming out is that Kang the Conqueror, if MCU goes this route will take the role of Dr. Doom. So it'll be huh, maybe gotcha. Fantastic Four versus Kang, who will be, because there was a room, there was a rumor that came out today that there will be different variations of Kang popping up throughout the MCU sure. moving forward. So yeah. we already saw one so in Loki. Smart. I mean, yep. I mean, it, it's, it's, in, it's kind of genius. So you already seen one in Loki and then yep. you'll see one in probably either Loki season two or quantum mania, or you'll yep. see, and they'll kill, keep popping up. There was a reference to another one in moon Knight. Oh yes, that's right. On the back what? of the jean jacket. Yeah, I yeah. saw the video about that one. Yeah, there was a uh, the jean jacket, the episode where he's in Cairo for the first full day and he's yeah. trying to figure right. out where the tomb is. Um, one of the guys that he's fighting with has a logo on the back of his jean jacket that's an allusion to uh, that's like kind of a nod to the fact that at one point in time, Kang the Conqueror or a version of Kang the Conqueror was seen as an Egyptian god. Um, and so oh my there's a there's a like tip of the hat to that. Mm-hmm. So and the QR code in Moon Knight, if you scanned it, it gave you a comic about Moon Knight fighting Kang the Conqueror. I don't know. There is one. There is one yes, where I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So who gets really mad at Kang the Conqueror for messing up time well, so well yeah. he's attacking like, travelers of the night that's right that's what he says but he's... 
Hey, you can't really trust that guy. <laughs> no, I would not. But, yeah, so I just hope the Russo, I hope the Russo brothers helm that film. I do. Um, I'm also down for new people also getting a chance to do some shit like that too. So honestly, I feel like this could make a lot of people happy, and I feel like yeah. it could be a good. I don't, I don't like using the word reset, but it could be a really good level set, I think is a better way to say it, of just what to expect moving forward in the universe. I know a lot of yeah. people were kind of feeling like we're feeling around in the dark right now, which I'm right. totally cool with, by the oh, way. Sure. I'm enjoying the mystery. However, I think that if you're wanting to set up a new team of Avengers or something, or you want, you know, like Chris Hemsworth is done or whatever it's gotta be. this could be a really easy way to be like oh well you're just the thor from the other universe and, and you look different yeah. and that's that's why like you know reed richards whoever you know whatever ends up happening for that for fantastic four mm-hmm. oh you're the new reed richards you're not the one we saw in the multiverse that's okay and that's right. okay like right. i feel like this could be a really easy way to you know <laughs> handle some of those casts. oh for decisions. sure so for who sure you, who do you just real quick who do you want the Secret War story to follow in the lead? Is it Spider-Man? Is it Fantastic Four? Or is it another? Or is it Captain Marvel? Because I know that she plays a huge part in that. Uh, Force. Yes. I just want to hype up A-Force. A-Force comes from Secret Wars, and it is an all-woman. It's an all-woman Avengers team. Yeah. And there's some really good, like, some of my favorites are on that team, and it's really cool. Yeah, I think that if you want it to be if you want it to be as close to the comic book accurate without it like being a page for page iteration, Mm -hmm. I think it's a Doctor Strange story because he is such a major hero in that and a big reason because he's the one who's able to through working with the Fantastic Four able to uncover the secret to how Doom put this battle world together. So um yeah, I would say that probably for comic book accuracy makes the most sense. But you're right. I mean, it's kind of hard to say, like, who do you want it to be, too? Because it's it's two different versions of Marvel universes coming together and trying to stop Doctor Doom and simultaneously, like, fighting one another all at the same time. So it's it's hard to be like, which one should it follow? Oh. So yeah. I mean, I didn't even mention that, like... At one point in the Hickman Secret Wars, there's like armies of superheroes. There's like four distinct armies of superheroes. Yeah. It gets bonkers. It's a ton of fun, but you're like, are you in Captain Marvel's army? And you're like, oh, y'all have different armies? What's happening? Yeah, there are armies. Uh, um, Doctor Doom makes Thanos explode. <laughs> things happen. Seriously. <laughs> Molecule Man's a power source. You know, things happen. You know, crazy stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Uh I think for me, I'm totally going the other way, Doug. I sure. think that if they do Secret Wars, they're gonna try to make it as palatable as possible for like so, general too. audiences to understand. And so I think that they're gonna make it an Avengers. I think they're gonna make it an Avengers yeah. story. Oh, sure. That's the strongest true. group brand. And I feel like what you would do essentially is I, I feel like it would be this kind of thing where I do. I think it's Kang since we're going to get him in quantum mania. Yeah. I think that's going to be the, the, the movie debut. And then having I the idea that he's popping up as different people and diff- that I love yeah. that idea. And it, it also decreases the load on the actor too. Cause it's oh, like, sure. nah, it's the character. It's not the actual, act, you know, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, 
I see Kang doing that and then keeping it to a core group of Avengers. And then yeah. I think that's like where you elevate your other players from Disney plus yep. all of those folks. And then basically any cameos that you want, because any cameos are on the yeah. table. You want X-Men, you want, I mean, you, like the, the Netflix Avengers, you want yeah. like any, any and all of those are on the table to then reshuffle into the deck and get them out there. Yeah. I 100%. feel like that's, the way it might go but i've been wrong before but i feel like that would be the safest way and marvel usually airs on the safer side but I, they could surprise me well and to marcus's request for it to be russo brothers oriented like they did a good job in infinity war and endgame they did a great job of like not giving too much spotlight to one character like it was shit yeah that's like super it would, hard the, the like the torch pass between tony and cap and hulk like they were able to that yeah. was a shared it was everybody was holding on to that rocket ship as they were trying to as it took off so yeah yeah cool well awesome good 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 content from everybody but marcus yeah, good job right yeah this was oh, great shucks. i appreciate thank, that thank you i tried to make it a quick summary i was trying no that's perfect and marcus got to address his thing about the rumors around uh mm. kang which is great that would be amazing if oh that's yeah. so smart yeah. oh, the majors man I do want to save this, and maybe this is a bonus episode, but I do want to shout out uh, Tim, Tim Bingham um, and Jace, yeah. who are friends of ours from college. They were entering into an interesting discussion about what's happening with the Young Avengers yeah. um, that was taking place on Facebook. So shout out to those group. And so maybe we can follow up with that on another pod, like a what's happening with those folks. But gentlemen, we had a movie. That was yes. selected by our Patty family. Yes, we um, did. and it was starting a one Shaquille O'Neal, <laughs> and it is this movie, Sh Steel. And the tagline for this is "Heroes don't come any bigger." Um, and so this was interesting, 1997. Um, and so we're gonna get into it, but Marcus, in order for us to get into it, we need your barbershop summary. Oh my for this gosh, movie, Jesus. Steel. All right. So what had happened was this movie is about John Henry Irons, a.k.a. Steel. This it's a Superman adjacent story. Part of this whole death of Superman storyline. When when little context, when Superman died in the comic books, there was a lot of different iterations of him coming back. So you get all of these people who tried to either remake Superman. There was Superboy. There was, um, I forgot the other one who kills the, the robotics. There was a robotic Superman. Anyway, it was a whole bunch of shit going on. But one of the people who were inspired by Superman was John Henry Irons, who was this fucking genius and made his own goddamn suit. And he put this bitch together and he wanted to be like Superman because Superman saved him a couple times and he knew who it was, but he wanted to do it for his own community. All right, boom. So what had happened was in this movie, Shaq Big Ass plays John Henry Iron Irons. True. So yep. he's in the military. They're testing out these weapons. Him and Spark, they do this weird like ET touch type shit, I guess, for kissing. <laughs> I was going to talk about that. Like, oh my God. They got ray guns, but you can't kiss. They don't kiss the entire movie. Whatever. That's a whole different thing. So they go and there's this selfish guy and he's a, he's a doctor and he's trying to like, you know, squirm yeah. his way to the top and he wants to get some credit. So at a testing in front of a Senator, uh, he turns the he turns up the max energy all the way up and it kills the senator and paralyzes Sparky. And, you know, Shaq was, you know, testifies against him in, in the in the military court. And he's like, no, that motherfucker did it. Nathan Burke, Nathan Burke <laughs> did it. Man, right and there. Like, 
Nathan Burke was like, I don't give a fuck about these people. Do you know how much bread I could have got if I would have did this thing? And I'm like, you in the military. You have your priorities fucked up. But like, <laughs> yep. So they go check. Um, Carrick John Irons drops out of the military. He, you know, he, you know, he finished yep. his tour rather. Um, the other guy get dismissed, and the other um, Spark goes to um, a rehabilitation center for yeah for, yep. for injuries, right? And so he goes check the size. I want to go back to to the neighborhood. So he drops out the military to go back to the ghetto. So this is a very <laughs> mind you, this is a very nineties movie, which is oh my gosh. What you're supposed to do back then when you're black in the military is like you're the hero now in the hood. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like you are the one everybody looks up to. And not only <laughs> the lingo is very nice. Hilarious. Oh, so I, amazing. I don't know who wrote this shit, but good lord. So um a lot of homeboy. Anyway, it's a whole thing. Yep. I'll get into that on my end. So Shaq goes back home. He stays with his grandmother. He stays with his grandmother. He has his little brother there. They yeah. gotta find out weapons is loose in the street. Burke has took a disc of all the schematics and all the shit and put it out in the streets. Now all these uh John Henry Irons weapons and Sparks weapons are now loose in the streets. So he says, I'm gonna take this shit into my own hands. So he puts together his own rinky dink team with Spark um and and his his uncle. I think it's Uncle Joe Uncle Joe or something like that. Yeah, so, that sounds right. Um his uncle, they put together this team and he builds this giant suit of iron. Like it sounds exactly like Iron Man because it's it, exactly what it is. Pretty much. So yeah. he builds this giant suit of iron. So seven foot tall, big ass shack is walking around with this big hammer and this steel <laughs> suit heavy as hell, trying to be a hero, trying to get the guns off the street, trying to stop, trying to stop Nathan Burke and inspire his community. And that's basically what the whole movie's about. That's a good summary, to be yeah, honest with that's you. It. To be honest, this movie's an hour and a half. So it's that not, was, you it took was, us there. It, like it, it was not long. It, it, yeah, this, it did not waste any time at all. This it, movie is on a conveyor belt. Like it is, <laughs> it is going. It, it um, is very efficient. Yeah. I do want to get into a couple of things that are important for us to note. Um, so uh, let's do cast first. So Shaquille O'Neal plays John Henry Irons. Mm -hmm. Annabeth Gish or uh, plays as Sparky. Judd Nelson from The Breakfast Club plays Nathaniel Burke. I couldn't Burke, believe that. Is the villain. I also couldn't believe that. Like, I was the biggest the big star in that right well here's the I other mean, thing richard roundtree played uncle joe and he makes this joke in the middle of the movie he's like oh i like the shaft and i was like i went that's because you were fucking in shaft weren't yeah. you and then i had to pause the movie and look yeah. it up yeah. um mm -hmm. but he was in better that. than me because i forgot he was in shaft and i really i remember samuel <laughs> jackson shaft so all I remember is him saying, I like the shaft, and I thought it was a sexual joke. I think oh, it probably was supposed to be, but yeah. Um, and then for those of you uh, Kim Kardashian fans listening to the podcast, Ray J is in this um, as Martin. Uh, he plays the the little boy. Um well, not the oh boy, my like gosh, that was brother. Ray J. Yes, that was Ray J. Um, and then Charles Napier. If you see him, you'll know him. Um, he's been like every colonel or general or military <laughs> yeah. man yeah. in every yeah. movie ever. Yeah, he was just that hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same um, haircut and everything. Oh, for yep. sure. Yeah. The yep. other thing I want to make sure that like we talk about really quickly is. Let's track Shaq's career really fast. This movie is set in Los Angeles and he left the Orlando Magic 
and joined the LA Lakers in 1996. Jesus. So when he's going out onto the streets in downtown LA, I'm a man of the people. I felt like that was like a, like a, Hey, Lakers fans, we got you. Like, don't worry about it. Like that's that's right. If you think about it, that's what LeBron did kind of with this uh, Space Jam too. Yes. He went and got on, uh, he went and got to the Lakers because before he was like, I want to win a championship in LA. Like, no, of course, but yeah, like, also, yeah. he's got business in yeah. LA. Yes. And he wants to yeah. Start acting, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, the only difference is exactly. that like Kobe and Shaq want him to win titles and a lot of LeBron hasn't done anything. Um, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Jordan guy, but what? I mean, you are, are you a Jordan guy? Uh oh. He's, he's bad. Like, welcome, he's, well, what are you well, doing? Welcome to basketball in black and white with, <laughs> with, with Jordan with the, played against. It's a bunch of male men. He didn't do what LeBron is doing. That's okay. Let's get, let's stay here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I will say this. So while Brian is flabbergasted, I'm going to say this. Absolutely flummoxed. Quincy Jones. Yeah. Produced this movie as, as Marcus's uh, like quiz alluded to. He was very excited about producing this movie. And here's the reason why. He stated that he found that his own children's perspective on quote found his children's quote perspective on the future has changed for the worse. And I hate seeing young people who don't believe in the future steal. And I don't want to use that word superhero because he doesn't try fly or anything like that represents a mobile role model. Let's just call him a super being. So, Jones was okay. like, hey, let's give people a role model. So I appreciate yeah. that. The last thing, the fun, last fun fact I have before we kind of dissect the movie a little bit is the writer, Kenneth Johnson, because Marcus, you asked who wrote this. And is that the, is it stealing that? Yeah. Yep. Oh. This is part of that reign of the Superman run I was trying to talk oh, about. Oh, there it is. Marcus is holding up his copy of Steel. Oh, great call Superman out. with Steel on the cover. That, I that is a that. collector's yeah. item. So, so Kenneth Johnson wrote this, the following shows, the $6 million man, the bionic woman and the, and the incredible Hulk. And that was just in the 1970s. That makes perfect sense. Yep. This absolutely tracks. Yep. Then in the 1980s, he wrote a, um, he wrote a mini series for NBC, um, which was called V the final battle. Um, he directed the movie short circuit Two. Um, and then in the nineties, he worked on a bunch of, he worked on a bunch of like Disney channel movies. So he wrote Disney channel, original movie, Xenon girl of the 21st century. He did the, the, which was based on the book. He also directed don't look under the bed, which was a Disney channel, original movie. Um, and then he kind of fell off after that and kind of got more into books. Um, but that's kind of a little bit of rundown and my fast facts for this movie Gentlemen, what do you think? What did what did you think about this movie? What were your first impressions? You know what? I want to commend Shaq because yeah. okay, because I'm gonna say that because Shaq has this way of doing what the fuck Shaq wants to do. Oh, <laughs> yes. always on the court and off the court. Shaq has been that right. Yeah. So I feel like when you look into there was one where he was a nope that was Sinbad. I was thinking about the security when he played security for the president's son. Um, that was a different movie because then you think of Shazam. I remember that movie, Shazam is Shazam. 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 Shazam, right? Kazam. So 
Kazam. Cause Shazam is a different move. It's it's yeah. see, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. one of those he's a genie that lives in a boom box. He lives in a boom. You ever seen that one, Brian? Sh- oh, you're Shazam. Shit. Kazam. 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 Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Kazam. My bad. My bad. So so there was so there were these run of movies that Shaq would do like Kazam and yes, Steel and all of these different movies and it was like it was okay because it was like that's Shaq y'all like yeah we know the acting isn't gonna be all that he made a corny line about I never could make the free throws and it's like <laughs> okay <laughs> Shaq, like we I, I'm I'm backing you a thousand percent so like I want to like I just want to tell Shaq thank you for just being you like. One of yeah. the things you don't know, and I'm gonna shut up real quick, is Shaq in real life loves Superman. Oh, yeah. So, like, if you didn't know that, if you, I remember watching that episode of MTV Cribs, and he had that is Kazam. That I was wrong. Kazam does not exist. Now, there's another movie where I think Sinbad also plays a genie. Thank you. Yes. yes. And that is Shazam. I think that's Shazam. I'm gonna right? look it up. You make yes, your point. <laughs> Because okay. yeah, there's this whole thing up. about people saying that that movie does not exist. And I'm telling y'all now, motherfuckers, I've seen both at least three times. Wait, that movie exists. It is. Okay. It's called Shazam. You're right. It's called, thank yep. you. Can you pull oh my gosh, I'm not losing my mind. Okay. It's, I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to bring thank it up. You. So, our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I really don't like taking uh, a multivitamin. I always feel like I have to take six or seven different pills just to make sure that I'm getting a complete picture of vitamins and nutrients that I need to take on a daily basis. And it made it really easy and really simple to ensure that I was getting all the necessary vitamins to stay healthy and on top of my game. So, what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all of the things. I personally consume this because, as I mentioned, it is hard as a dad when you're constantly on the go to make sure that you're getting all your vitamins and nutrients and minerals, all the things you need to stay healthy and to keep showing up for your family. So it's really easy. I take it right away in the morning, right when I get back from the gym, and it really makes my day so much better. I also love the fact that it is super easy to bring with me uh, because, you know, travels become a new thing, especially now that the pandemic is kind of shifting into a new phase, and I love that. I can bring it with me. I really appreciate the fact that it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, while still tasting good. I also really appreciate the fact that it costs them less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit um, and that is something really hard to find. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Um. So Shaq has his way of doing all these movies and stuff like that. And I just want to say, like, thank you to Shaq yes. for just being that. And he loves Superman in real life. So you have to know this was an honor for him to do it. 
And the yeah. only Superman symbol you see throughout this movie is his tattoo that says Man of Steel on it. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And that's because I guess maybe you couldn't use the Superman symbol in this, or maybe they didn't want right. to use it straight away from it. So I thought that that was pretty cool. So shout out to Shaq. For sure. 100%. Brian? I mean, I I didn't know what I was getting into. I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, Doug had told me like where the votes were at Friday, and I was like, All right, I, I don't know. I don't have any feelings. I don't know where we're going. That's okay. Right. Yeah, that's you just post- put up Sinbad That is all Shazam. I can find of it. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. there's a big rumor. Like, there's a big swirl of like, is this movie real or not? Yeah. And there are people who are like, no, it's it's absolutely real. It's absolutely. Right? Real. I remember both. Mo- I remember both movies, and and they're both good movies for what they are. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Kazam takes a turn. That's for another podcast. Uh, <laughs> we should watch that one next. Anyway, that starts rapid. He goes from genie to one to record deal. Oh my, right, Shaq. It, 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 there's a lot happening. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now that I've got my thoughts together after <laughs> talking about Sinbad uh, and Shaquille O'Neal, I enjoyed this movie of just how much it committed to the cheesy 90s superhero. Oh, like, yeah. I thought it was going to be just very bad top to bottom production, writing, like everything. Yeah. And quite literally, the only thing like, yes, Shaquille O'Neal is not a traditionally trained actor and you can tell everyone around him kind of is and they're acting their butts off but you kind of don't care about the acting because Shaq is having such a good time like there's something to be said about people just you just see people enjoying themselves and you just smile like you yeah. just you're like I can tell you're enjoying this and like it's fun and it's silly yeah. and it it actually has like a good like it's positive like yeah. I feel like I and I don't know I feel we talked about this with the super uh, when we reviewed super yep. right like the gritty dark superhero we wanted our realism and our superheroes and like this movie out of anything we've watched recently just reminds me of like superheroes are fun like it's supposed yeah. to be fun and enjoyable and a little and zany normal. yeah and like it yeah. doesn't need to make sense it, and that's fine no, it, it doesn't be- worry about explaining how his hammer works his hammer just shoots tear gas. Shut up and enjoy the movie. Um, don't worry about the physics of it. Um, I just, I don't know. I just, I really, I really enjoyed myself. I'm smiling just talking about it. Yeah. This movie's campy as shit. And I yes. think, that you know what it is? I don't care. Like, there was a part of me, yeah. like, where I started, there were some moments where I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh, um, I got one. <laughs> and I got a couple. Um, but this, I didn't care like about it like i had to actually like kind of check myself and be like because especially when Shaq is running down the street at full speed and i'm like he's carrying an extra hundred pounds in steel suit yes. and i and there was this moment where i was like doug who gives a shit like it's fine like he's having fun That's nobody else cares about. well and so they address all of it, go ahead and finish. I want to say something to this Doug. It's, yeah. But but that's but that's what I'm talking about. Is like it it tries to address it. And you're like, okay, fine, cool. And then they move on and that's it. And I think that that's like such an interesting I just I think I appreciate that for what it is that you know, and especially when you contrast that with a like two hour and forty five minute superhero movie we just got done watching. Yeah. This is like a complete yeah. other direction of like who gives a shit? It's fun. Yeah. I feel like so here's what was funny. I'm not I, I back it up a little back it up a little bit. Rewind. Yep. Back, back, I think back when, it up. 
Okay, Brian. Let's see. <laughs> I did not see that. Hold on, motherfucker. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think when this movie came out back then, I think that they were taking this movie very serious. Like they thought oh, it was sure. going to be a hit. A hundred percent. So because it has a two point one out oh, of 10 on on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. Something it, like that. It's low. IMDb, it's like two out of ten, and I've never IMDb. Before. It was maybe as high as IMDb. But so I know that when this movie came out, everybody was like, oof, that was terrible. But I think it's okay now because we see how much time go that they put into yeah. making these mm-hmm. hero movies and these films and trying to get this deeper intellectual yeah. question answered. And this movie kicks us off by letting us know now john henry irons in the comics is smart as fuck on his own i don't know if there's yes a yeah. i don't remember there being like a person helping he made that stuff on his own right but in here you know that he's smart because they intro it with him saying, oh that's right <laughs> how many kilometers in the thing and then how did that i'm trying to do with you and i'm like okay they're trying to let us know that he's smart by yep, yep. using these words when they talk about the suit and him walking around in the suit spark is like you're overheating and you need to calm down so the whole time i'm waiting for him to right overheat yes. i was like oh they just addressed that to say we know he's walking around in a steel suit and he's seven foot tall like, yes yeah and we get that. And him being seven foot tall and big as hell is the punchline the entire movie. Oh, that is yes. the funniest part of this whole movie. <laughs> Which the, I had to thing. I had to look this up. I was like, man, like there's a lot of stunts here. Shaq did all yeah. his own stunts. Yes. Yeah. Every find a single stunt. stunt in this movie is him. And it 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 made me respect him just so much because like yeah. He was still he, he was still a ba- like prime basketball years. Yes. One, yeah. two, he was training to be on the Olympic team mm. like at the same time yes. he was filming this. Or he just finished it was around that time. Yeah. So like Maybe the idea that okay, I'm going to throw my basically prime basketball body around and do all these stunts that could hurt me for a movie. My man, Sha- Shaq, like you have my respect. Oh, 100%. Just incredible. He Absolutely. was his own dreams. That's what that is. Oh, I mean, yes, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Or even like when he would like crouch behind shit to try and hide. You're like, dude, you're seven foot tall. Knock it off. Like everybody can see you. <laughs> or when what they fact- point him out in the in the lineup and they're just like, <laughs> yeah. which one of these tall black men was it? And it was like, hmm. I don't know, but he said uh, that one. Like, right? <laughs> also, and his grandmother's like looking at the TV, like, hmm, he's seven foot tall, right? Like, yeah, yes, grandma, he's at your dinner table. I have a question. <laughs> oh, can oh, someone God. please on this podcast That's explain me. to me what that moment between Shaq and the police officer was? Which one? <laughs> he's in there for the lineup, and there is this like drawn out minute and a half beat of them just like staring at one another and the music changes like <laughs> like goes to like this like soft music but and i assumed maybe incorrectly i was like oh shit that's his dad like <laughs> i don't know why i don't know why what? i made that assumption what? but i was like oh man is that his dad no his dad's he's... never been introduced in this movie at all well if it's a typical 90s black trope then he doesn't know his dad so there's well that. and that's why 
I guess okay, maybe that's maybe I have some shit I need to unpack. But then, but, but like I literally was like, oh shit, that's his dad. And then the, they just kind of like nod at each other and walk away. No. Walk away. Wait, oh, wait a minute. He saved him early. This is after he saved him. Oh shit. He's like laying on top of him. There's a for context. I mean, spoilers for steel. I mean, like, there's a helicopter. <laughs> there's a helicopter that explodes, and he and Steel saves the cop by like diving on him, and they look at each other. So the cop knows who Steel is. That moment was supposed to be tension, not discovery, or like discovery. There's like exposition. It was supposed to be like, oh, is he gonna like? Is he gonna turn on him? Is he gonna oh, narc no. on him? Oh, oh no! Uh, well, I freaking love this podcast. I guess I have to rewatch this movie then. That was I his dad. They didn't even talk about his dad the whole movie. <laughs> A mom. They skipped mom and dad and went like, straight just, to grandma. Gone. Just, just non-existent at all. You know. I mean, oh, I love your creativity, Doug. I love it. <laughs> I'm here for it. I didn't get that read. That's um, introducing a whole nother like story plot line, like right in another the middle of minutes. Minutes. It's just, it's just in this brain, kind of movie. Where my brain went. <laughs> you think they're gonna do a second act reveal of "I'm your father"? Well, I guess <laughs> that doesn't say much because that damn souffle storyline had a whole C plot. Oh, hey, the entire hey, movie. If, look, one Don't of my notes: talk. everybody in this movie had something to do. That's true. Even the souffle. You know who didn't do that? George Lucas and Return of the Jedi. So, like, kudos <laughs> to this movie. God damn. No, I, I, like, I'm serious. Even the souffle had an oh, arc. What is, what's Han Solo doing in Return of the Jedi? I don't know. He's just hanging out. So, like, they did That's their so homework. Funny. It's, it's homework. decent writing. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. That's Everybody had a job. What's interesting about the police scene, though, is I thought the police was going to be grateful. But then the next mm. scene is just Shaq getting locked up. And so I was like, that transition mm -hmm. didn't make much sense. So I could also see how maybe if you missed that, he saved that for that. Which that I, which I did, man. which I did. <laughs> I mean, which is fine because, like, you know, it, you it, which is clearly him. evident now that I was like, is that his dad? <laughs> that that his I, that I, that I missed that. Guys, I missed that. Sorry, it was a lot going on in that scene. There was a bunch of gang members, and then there was trying to rob it. There was a big ass tank. Then he just started shooting tear gas out of his big ass hammer. Then there was a chase scene, and then it was like, well, okay. then, and this and this movie did this thing that like all movies in the '90s did. That it was like, hey, I've got a great idea. What if we tied hyper violence? directly to video games like oh, can yes. we let's yeah. let's yes. connect those dots with something made of like yeah. just a like like teflon like they're like, just gonna connect like and it's insane what I mean, 90s video game was out during the time and i'm sure that that was a major political mortal combat mortal combat 100 yep, i yep. mean they were also playing uh i think they were either playing virtua cop or area 51 area 51 i remember at some area point 51. Yep. um yeah, like I mean, they had already had the Senate everywhere. hearings and everything like that. Like violent video games were, yeah, hot topic. Yeah, but this is that they did that they did that everywhere, and I was like, because um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles did the same thing. 
Like it was like, mm-hmm. what is the ideal male gaze for the like mid yeah. to late nineties? It is this. I don't have to oh answer my to my fucking parents. I get to hang out with this <laughs> random ass group of dudes and we can just play video games all day. It like that's that's all that people wanted to do. Oh my gosh, that's so dead on. Yes. Yeah, that was oh my gosh. This movie, oh my gosh. That is very when you look at Ninja Turtles, they had a secret clubhouse with a bunch of kids yeah. training to be killers. And, and nobody no, cared about they were just doing skateboard tricks and playing video yeah. games the whole time and yeah. ordering pizza like and that's pizza. that's the dream yeah. one of the guys in that movie literally goes go play like that's yeah. all he, <laughs> all he says in that movie i'm about to rewatch that shit you know how legendary ninja turtles is when leonardo goes and gets his ass whoop and goes in a coma for like three days yes like they're drawing pictures of this motherfucker in a tub like trying to recoup and shit i was like damn this movie's deep like why You're right. is it so deep yeah oh, that's oh. The movie. Um, I, I one thing we can move on but one thing i wanted to say is i appreciated that at one point in the movie they're like oh bad stuff's happening they're like call 911 they're like 911 is a recording Yes. And I was like, yes. this movie is anti-police, and I yeah. love it. And I love that Steel yeah. is an anti. It, at its heart, is is an anti-police movie showing you that the police you know can't what? really do anything to you stop know, people. Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes yeah. you gotta. Everybody's gotta grab their own hammers. Actually, Steel shows that community intervention, with probably the help of the military, that does not arrive on time. But community intervention is what you need. You need your community to help. There was also a weird moment in this movie, like. <laughs> of the same couple that called the police yes like, right after yes. they were being interviewed by the news and i was like this is odd to keep in here they're like he was he was big and he was so well spoken and i was yeah. like whoa 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 you sound like you're talking yeah. to a slave the there like, you know here. Relax. <laughs> like they didn't know how to describe him outside you know what i'm gonna start testing motherfuckers right i'm gonna start <laughs> testing people to describe marcus without using the word black or like, like to describe mm-hmm. they couldn't describe Shaq without saying that he was black. He was like, oh, well, he was well spoken, and he was he was like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just weird. That was just it weird. was all of those like microaggression trappings yeah. of like oh, at all this yeah. stuff. So so well spoke, yeah. and it's like mm, yeah, makes me uncomfortable. But and and one of the things maybe I don't care for in this movie. Oh, I'm glad but you they do it all this. the time. Is the you have the good and the bad. The good, the yeah. I'm gonna say this. Yeah, I don't recommend anybody else saying this shit. <laughs> don't recommend don't. anyone else say it. But like you have the good blacks and then you have the bad blacks. <laughs> and it's like you have the bad black has an eye patch. And shout out to Hill Harper because that was I remember one of the first books I read was from Hill Harper, and it was Letters to a Young Brother. Me and my dad read that when I first met Lamont. That was a book that we oh, read wow. together. Yeah. Um, really dope book. So I just wanted to shout out Hill Harper because I always will remember that and, book. And he was great in this movie. And he was oh, yeah. yeah, he was good. He did the role he was supposed to do. But yep. what they do in these movies, and and maybe it's a 90s trope or whatever you want to call it. The bad are saggy pants, baggy clothes, iPads, yeah, yes. gold teeth. Shaq was clean, button, you yep. know, he had a collar shirt. So you knew and could differentiate yep. who was the good ones and who are the bad ones and like yep. that whole type of storyline. And, and whether it's on purpose or by accident, that's one of the things I don't care for because yes. I just don't care for it. Yeah, I I don't, yeah. No, it, 
I'm backing you up 100%. It's absolutely coded of like these are the good blacks, yeah. these are the bad blacks. Yeah. Don't 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 confuse the yeah. two. I'm right. having a British voice with it because yeah. I wanted to sound really stuffy because oh, it yeah. is. It's it's a harmful yeah. concept, mm-hmm. right? 100. percent I would. Yeah, you shouldn't do that shit, man. I would <laughs> like to spend a majority of the remainder of our time talking about the relationship between Steel and Sparky. Oh, thank God! Yeah, I, we have some things. End up wheelchair. Let's get this, that. let's get to it. This this was fucking weird. This was <laughs> this was like, hey, this is a brother sister relationship, but is it? Like it's uh, like it was. I did first off. The finger touching. I I mean <laughs> no, we need to describe this for people that have not look, seen this. It is every moment, I guess you know how like you meet somebody and like your thing is like you give them a high five and then you go back around and you hit the backside and you're like hey, top gun. These, yeah. yeah, like yeah. These guys this Steve John Henry and Sparky had this thing where they would like come together and not like touch fingers and like go away but like touch fingers and if you can't see they would just leave their fingers and like smile at each other like yes. look at her like look at our fingers so, pain- so painful and i was like what the fuck is this <laughs> like are they i almost texted you while i was watching this the three of you and i was like are they fucking like what are they doing here because it, they act like they are but it feels like one of those like office romances where it's like everybody knows they're hitting the shades after hours, but they're like, no, 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 this is friendly because they keep it weird. Like I did not enjoy this at all. Well, she Uh, goes and he goes and picks her ass up out of the (laughs) literally, and they all clap for her on the way. I'm like, Sparky must have been a pain in everybody's (laughs) ass, and everybody was just clapping on her way out. She was in a wheelchair. Just wheel her out. I didn't understand why he just picked her up. Like, why'd you pick her up? You could have wheeled her out. He ripped the window (laughs) out of the (laughs) back. He goes to see her. He goes to see her at the rehab clinic. And he just kicks the window. (laughs) Yes. He kicks a window broken so she can see outside. And then proceeds to try to make it. I know you need to see the world outside, Buggy. And then proceeds to make a point without saying anything. Push the window open and turn around and go, huh? Like, what? I mean, what I'm just trying this? to imagine this. Like, imagine this is your like day to day job. You're just trying to get home. Some yep. guy comes in, breaks the window. The next thing you know, he's picking up one of your patients and leaving, and everybody's clapping. And you're just like, the paperwork is fever dream. What's the happening? Paperwork right? is going to be ridiculous. Or the so poor, poor, like, where do you start? The oh poor Agent Orange vet that's like, yeah, man, I get it. Like, <laughs> the, I mean, not only fuck? is it like completely inappropriate to take someone who needs a wheelchair out of their wheelchair without their permission, by the way. Brian, like, Brian, he picked the whole thing up. Like a oh, baby right. He picked her he picked up, up in like the a, wheelchair. Like, that's like, right. The whole, oh, my gosh. And she has this look on her face like... <laughs> Like, oh no. And then when he introduces him to the layer, he says, Yeah, we built you a toilet, and Uncle Joe built you another toilet inside the house. And I'm like, All right, man. Like, I get that you are like, you are down to take care of her, but Jesus. 
yeah. like that's so offensive anyway that's yeah. that that is so yeah. i couldn't believe what i was seeing but I, it felt it felt so not forced i don't want to say that oh. this wasn't planned but it just was so random to have this white woman it was like the the it was like the <laughs> The industry no. said we need more white people in the league. Like we, 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 because he he has a conversation with the lady cop. Like remember yep. the last time we was in a car together, and he's like, I should just, just don't say anything. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? And so like, it's your impression is on point. Or 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 the other piece of this. I mean, it certainly feels like the studio, like execs, like the board, was like, "All right, we like it. Mm-hmm. Yep, we mm-hmm. can get behind this." Right. What if his motivations for the whole movie wasn't yeah. improving his community, but potentially sleeping with a white lady? Like yeah. it was like that's all it was. <laughs> because and the other thing that blows my mind: you go out of your way to pitch <laughs> Uncle Joe. You pitch Uncle Joe as this like friendly dude who built you a second toilet inside the other <laughs> toilet inside his apartment. Like you, you pitch him as that, and then she falls out of your chair, and you two do fucking nothing. nothing. You literally watch her cry from like, not- ten oh, feet away. Oh my gosh, that was <laughs> awful. To you watch. watch her cry from ten feet away, and all you can do is be like, "Yeah, you got it." She like, high fived her. They high fived each other when she got out of the chair. Was like, good. We shouldn't have done anything. Good for and, us. But then they wrote in the script for her to be like, "It's okay. I appreciate you not helping me, even when in every way possible." I mean, like, I appreciate the like the ableist perspective that you don't need to help everybody, but yeah. also you pitched you pitched John Henry is like in love with this woman. I don't know about you. But if Brittany fell down, I would right. rush over yeah. to try to help her up. So yeah. what? Yeah. Like, I did not understand also, that at all. Are y'all fucking or are you not fucking? Because like that end. Are you and together I mean, or are you about. not? Because but, you do this whole even in the ending, she <laughs> gets the wheelchair to stand up like a goddamn transformer. Oh, my God. To be seven foot tall. And all you did was hug each other awkwardly. For way too long. For like two minutes until the credits rolled. And I was like, look at Brian. <laughs> I'm hugging my mic. Like they're hugging and it's it's painful. Uh, it was so awkward. Like, y'all, I thought y'all was gonna kiss after this whole movie. Right. Yes. Something. Wait, that felt sh- like that, you know what that was like? That felt like Shaq's wife was on set that day. <laughs> yeah. And she yeah. was like, don't. Yeah. And that's don't you yeah. don't you kiss that white girl. Right. Right. Ever right. since you've been to LA, you ain't doing been doing nothing but kissing white bitches. Right. This is the last yep. this is the last time. That's exactly it. Um, I I was trying to look up the actress, like what she had done before this. And it's not like I, I mean, no, she's done a lot. lot of stuff. Um uh, Anna Annabeth Gish. Um, and she's I, I mean, she's a very accomplished actress. I was trying to find like if there was like a hit she had they were like oh we gotta get her in this movie i can't find anything like that so what it re- it really does feel like they're like get somebody get get a white lady get, in there and I don't, you know like it does else. feel it does feel like that also like this is a total oracle ripoff by the way oh, like there's oh, no yeah. other way to see this oh, like yeah. oracle yeah. character from batman uh she I'm you know she that. uh yeah, used to be Batgirl. It's anyway. She series of events happen where she's in a wheelchair and she's basically then electronic support. And I was like, I mean, 
Arrow did it too. You, you, I guess, I guess women yeah. in wheelchairs is like a subgenre. And D- I don't know. DC I, has I, a whole I, army of women in wheelchairs that like, help out. They just love that character. <laughs> the other thing I want to say is lastly, is there was one moment where you could kind of feel, you could kind of feel the budget and maybe the limitations of the technology. Is it the, the damn suit when it's supposed to be made of steel, but flex is like, no, I, I'm still on the wheelchair. So it, <laughs> this, so they're in this moment and steel, John Henry looks at her. He goes, you better get out of here. And she goes, I'll get out of here in a jiffy and like presses a button and like takes off with like, no, I can said, only no, no, assume. No. He said, you gotta, you gotta hurry. You gotta hurry. Then she says, is this fast enough? And then, <laughs> and, the yeah. and then they cut to what I can only assume is night. What we're supposed to think is nitrous <laughs> nice. oxide. Yep. But that is not her in that chair. First <laughs> off, the person in that chair is shorter and waiting, wearing a straight up fucking wig. Yeah. And when I saw that, I was like, this is it. This is where this got silly. Yeah. Like this moment. And she was Wait. shooting shit out of her yeah, chair. Thank you. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. They're the they're cornered at, at the finale, and she <laughs> is the one that gets them out of their yes. thi- and they trade like three glances, by the way. Yes. Usually you get like one glance of like, oh, something's going down, but they're like, no, we're gonna do this three times. Three we want to make sure everybody in the audience and their grandma understands what's coming next. And then she basically does like <laughs> what I feel like my nephew does in Fortnite and just spins around. <laughs> Shoot shoot. things doesn't know if he hits anything hold the trigger button now <laughs> just hold the trigger i mean that's essentially what happens in this movie is she holds the trigger down and she just spins in a 360 360 yeah. no scope except she didn't have a scope so i mean just 360 i guess i don't know yeah, this, uh yeah that was bizarre this i didn't lady, even know how to feel this lady that. in this movie and this use this the wheelchair the lady the weird <laughs> fucking like the weird finger move, like all of it, just top to bottom, so was the weird. most silly thing throughout this so whole thing. Weird. Like they was I, like, well, you know, you want the white lady in the movie, but if you see a black woman, a black man and a white woman kissing, that ain't gonna sell. Now there is something <laughs> oh, there. God, that, I hate how right you are. It, I mean, they would always say yeah. that black people couldn't sell, like a black lead solo lead couldn't sell, or an all black right. cast couldn't sell, like a movie, especially when you go international. I guess. Which they proved wrong. Time Which ago. is not true at all. Yeah, it's not, not true not at true. all. They were just not making true. up shit. But so I yeah. do, I can see how they would add that addition in there. Oh, um, yeah. One of the things I wish they would have done is just made some type of Superman reference. They just called him the Man of Steel. Now, they didn't call him a Man of Steel. They would say he's, he didn't went and turned himself into a Man of Steel, not the Man of Steel. I don't know if y'all noticed that. Um, yeah, and then I did not. They, he's a man of like they wouldn't say because <laughs> superman is the man of steel yes but they would just say steel is just a man turn himself into a man of steel not the man of steel not the man of steel yeah it's very weird and i wish they would have done more superman references or yeah on the chest or something i don't know uh, yeah i mean this was this was produced by wb right yes yeah, it's, it's on hbo max yeah. yeah like it I, like it's so weird. It's your own company. Yeah. Like you yep. can reference whatever you want. No one cares. But he's black. It's a black. It's a predominantly black film. So in my mind, it's like they didn't I mean, want to associate. And maybe Superman was not on the shelf at the time. This was ninety seven. 
Yeah. So Christopher Reeves, there wasn't really a... Yeah, they hadn't had a Superman presence. Mm-mm. I think Brandon Ralph may have been the next biggest Superman. But, well, oh, that was Kane, Kane was on TV. Um, oh, Lois, Lois and Clark. Lois and Clark. Oh, right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I don't know. Good point. Good point. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that a lot of that was like odd choices. Though. The villain was also bad, too. His motives were just... I didn't understand that. They just was revenge. I mean, I, just I, okay, simple. I don't know. At the end, he, like it was very clear he just wanted to accumulate power, which is yeah. fine for a villain. Well, even they, it, even the movie kind of poked yeah. fun at itself because oh, it yeah. had like they were all going around the room, which is talk about not having control of your own meeting. Like he's here, <laughs> like all right, we'll start the bidding. They're like, oh no, you want money? He's like, no. Not now. And then someone's <laughs> out like, oh, I see what it is. Power. He's like, I just got done telling him. Not now. Like, <laughs> and so they all went around the room. I did not expect the like the room full of Nazis. That was a cutaway that... I was not expecting. Yeah. When she when well, she was like, like, oh yeah, it's on the internet. And they cut away and they're all eating pizza. He's like, turns out the internet's just not for porn. <laughs> yeah. like, and that's all it yeah. was. Jesus. That's just, it, that was not it a cutaway was, I expected. I mean, but there was a time. That's true. I, I, like, I, I, I'm not trying. Okay, what I'm trying to say, I feel like in the '90s, it like there were it was normal things. to have villains that were like, oh, they're the not they're the Nazis, like yeah. they're the neo Nazis. They're immediately bad. You didn't have to code it. You didn't have to state it. You saw the stuff. You knew it was bad, and I, I mean, feel it started like... back. It started back with Blues Brothers in the late nineteen seventies. Right. They were right. like that was they were the main antagonist of that movie, right? And like, and the reason I'm just kind of like flabbergasted by this is I feel like today, like when you see a movie, I feel like some studios just kind of dance around it, and I'll just I'll call out one of our darlings, Marvel. They're not Hydra, like they're they're Nazis. <laughs> It's okay. Like they're the bad people. Yeah. It's okay. Use the N word, not that. Like <laughs> I said, that's too fast. No. Anyway, don't. I understand why they don't want to use that. Last episode of films in black and white. I know, right? Yeah. I understand why you don't want to use that iconography. I get it. Like, but it doesn't feel like it's from a place of sensitivity. It feels like it's from a place of like, oh, well, we don't want to like toe the line. It's like it's not towing the line. Like nineties, we did this all the time back we, in the nineties. These well, are it was really the clear, bad right? guys. Like, and I think that that's what's made like to to your point, Brian. I think that that's what's made nowadays a little bit scarier is before. Right. It was really clear a guy standing in front of an all red flag with a bunch of iron crosses on yes. it. It was like, oh, fuck, that's a Nazi. Like, you we don't mess even around need with to them. See the, I cannot. Yes, you didn't even need and to now, see the icon. And now you have to just listen. Now you have to listen to their words to figure out whether or not they're a Nazi because they're all standing in front of the same American flag. <laughs> it's just <laughs> one of them <laughs> talking about other shit. And it's like. <laughs> This is this is too difficult. So to your point, we should just get back to people standing yeah. in front of Iron Cross flags to make it really fucking clear. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> I, anyway, right me. anyway, oh, I did enjoy watch that. Watch the movie Steel, everybody. Like, <laughs> I mean, I did enjoy the fact that all of the bad guys got in one room together and like, oh yeah. And they're like, it's the internet, but we still need to meet in person. Yeah. 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 That's that's <laughs> how far it, the internet's come. It, it made it so much better when there was the one big bust. And it's like, yes. is he gonna be a hero? Because he gave he basically took out all the crime bosses in one right. fatal swoop. 
and there could be a sequel there could not be a sequel right who knows oh i'd love there to be like a sequel now <sighs> no oh, i'd love that oh my gosh now still john henry irons does exist in the superman and lois tv show the does newest he really okay. yes, huh. yes. I, I don't want to spoil it too much but they it, they did do this that's character awesome. in oh, the that's version, really cool. and they handled them really really well like okay this character really, get that really man well. a spinoff Yes. Really? No, seriously. Oh, I, I love, that. love that. Well, maybe not yet. Let's see what CW get done. Oh, well. <laughs> Oof. Rest Oof. in peace. A big delete button. There was, a, there was an article that people was like, we really wanted Legends to come back. Like, the studio really wanted to do it. And they was like, but the higher up said, cut it. Like, oh, wow. You know? And so. Oh. I, I believe I believe it. Yeah, I Not that. to detour. I... I I really hope they get like a two hour movie or something or mm-hmm. it's on Netflix or some HBO Max or yeah. something, because I do feel like they deserve a rightful end, even though that's not how all these things go. But for sure. Anyway, yeah. uh, I ain't playing y'all. So uh-huh. you, are, you, you better get your shit together. That's right. <laughs> I mean, oh, my God. Gentlemen, what, anything what else movie. that you all would like to chat about this particular movie? That uh, goddamn suit. What about okay. the suit? Bad or good? bad okay like you see it in this it's supposed to be a steel suit and that bitch is bending like rubber that's it yeah 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 i mean yeah i would i would agree with that i i think well i don't know there's a part of me that's like for i just don't think it made as much noise (laughs) as it to pick it apart i mean at one point in time, his again, it's campy, it's fun, so it's it's he weird also, to ooh. it's weird to ana- overanalyze it. But yes. what I will say is, Amber. he literally had a leg bracer fall off while he was trying to be quiet, and that motherfucker would have gone off like a gong, mm-hmm. like it would have been so loud if it was made out of metal. And he's just like, oh, just I'll hold it, and then I'll just keep moving. And that's he that's also fair. he 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 didn't fly. He zipped up in the air, rode a motorcycle with the iron suit. That was hysterical. She was a big ass junkyard. I was like, how does she get around in this wheelchair to build that <laughs> iron lift opening door? Like she's made her own modifications, Marcus. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Put a science word. Touch in my finger. Touch my finger. We did it. We did it. We did it. We Don't right. kiss me. Touch, touch my finger. Oh, we yeah. Did it. Sorry. Um no kissing. Uh, also, I my other bone to pick with this movie, which was clear, this part of the movie was clearly done for runtime issues. But like when he, uh, right before the police arrest him, he's just hanging out in the house, and like, <laughs> oh, my some God. dude just comes through the window, yeah. does not announce himself. No. There is not a visible badge, and it's like, what, like, I, what, what are you doing, LAPD? And then, like, only until the third guy appears, like. And I'm just like, this is like again an anti-police movie. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, they don't have to Um, do it. Yeah. Anyway, I feel uh, like there was also supposed to be a romance scene in the hideout, but they cut it out because, well, not like a like not like that. I mean, she's in that. That would be that would be a bold move for this movie with a. Oh, that's what uh, you meant. But what I meant, like, is there was supposed to be probably like a, at one point the way it was written and what got cut out in the reshoots. Is is this moment where maybe they kiss for the first time in the hideout because he's hanging around like looking back at her smiling before he leaves, and it's like 
feels like there was supposed to be something either before that or after that. You all, your minds are in the gutters. I just want to <laughs> no, say I, that no. I'm above it today. That no, I'm above it today. I'm going back to Marcus <laughs> saying that there needed to be a white lady in the movie. And it feels like, like I can't not see this movie without that lens now. Of like how this was yeah. supposed to be a black superhero movie, which I'm totally on board for. Yeah. But then he's just like, "Yeah, you're only here because we, we were told you had to be yeah. here." Bye. Well, well, like Shaq went in there and was like, "I don't have to kiss her, right? Like, <laughs> we can do like a finger touch." <laughs> like, oh yeah. Well, and then because then there's this whole exchange between Uncle Joe and Sparky. Yes. Um, where yes. he where she says like you're riding him too hard and i was like oh first off slow down and then he goes well i believe that you apply so much pressure and you, that's how you get the best steal she's like not all the time i was like what like what is this <laughs> why are you so sad he's like i love you i love him just like i love you like you motherfuckers just met three days met ago. like a right not even like 48 hours like Jeez. a day and a half ago yeah uh, but shout out to Shaq. I mean, yeah, this movie yeah, is good. Yeah. You know what? I and to to end it for me at least. Yeah. No, what this, this is movie good. made me do was I immediately started watching Batman and Robin, and yeah. I thought uh, another movie. I don't know if you all have seen it, but I do <sighs> want to put it on our watch list. Um, Blank oh. Man. I don't know if you all have seen Blank Man. I have not. Oh, Blank I watched Man that at a sleepover way long time ago. Blank Man was one, another one of those Doug walked past it a thousand times in a blockbuster and never watched it. Damon Wayans, the Wayne Bros, Yo. is from that mind. But we have to add Blank Man okay. on the list. Like it'll okay. be like my whole mimic thing. We'll do it just like we did mimic. And okay. I want you two to watch Blank Man because that's exactly this movie gave me 90s nostalgia. It, I immediately stopped watching this movie and started watching Batman and Robin because it gave me that yes. vibe, like the yeah. same breath, the same I mean, but I enjoyed it. Steel could have showed up in Batman and Robin. Oh, Nobody yeah. would have lost it would have made step. Sense. They would have kept going. It would have flowed perfectly. Well, the and brother was... says, I'll be your Robin. In the thing, he says, I want to help you. What can I do to help? I'll be your oh, Robin. Right. I'll be your partner. And the other guy says, where did he go? And the guy, the cop, looks at him and says, the Batcave? So you're making all of these yeah. Oh, yeah. references like you could across them over easily. Oh, for sure. I mean, Shaq would have totally dropped in for like a minute oh, scene 100%. with a hammer. It would have been fine. George yeah. Clooney and Shaq. Oof. That's a, I, that's a couple. Batman a and Robin is such, it is, a, it is, yeah, that's, you're bringing that into this discussion. Like, anyway, I'll yeah, focus on that another time. Pleasure. Yeah. Uh, for Steel, them. man, Steel, here's, here's something I'll say. So like, if you follow our podcast, we do superheroes, like we live, breathe it, think it all the time. This, this is so distinctly pre Batman begins that it, it reminds you it kind of reminds you just the basic joy of superheroes without having to worry yeah. about how does this work or yeah. why you care it works. And and Batman Begins absolutely has its place. For right. sure. But man, this is a great movie to just cleanse, like just to kind of reset yourself about like yeah. if you like this genre and to understand where it came from. True. This is a phenomenal movie to do it with. Yeah, You're not going to have a bad time. And I'm not even recommending it as like, watch her with a bunch of friends and like make fun of it. No, like it was a genuinely enjoyable time. And I like it passed this test. This is the test. I started watching this at 11 PM at night, folks. I'm a dad of three. I stayed up. 
stayed up and watched it. Yeah. So yeah, it's like that, like <clears throat> it's that good. <laughs> here's what, here's what else I'll say is that like, I think, I think that if this movie came out two, three years later than it did, I think it would have done better than really? it did. And I say that because that? one of the criticisms is somebody said from the San Francisco Chronicle said that it plays like a Saturday morning cartoon. Somebody else said that it was like um, it felt too like episodic. And there's a part of me that's like, if this comes out a few years later and we get a little bit more um, like Batman, Superman animated adventures, which had just started sort of at that time. I don't wonder if maybe people would have been like, Oh shit. It's like that, but a little bit longer sold. Like, I don't, I don't wonder if maybe that generation had a chance to get a little bit older and appreciate it. I think this was a movie maybe before it's time a little and how it was written, how it was because especially with the superhero following that we have now, I think this movie does a little bit better because it had a dismal box office. It didn't even break a million dollars. It made $870,000. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. They call it a, they call it a bomb. They said it earned $1.7 million domestically and it had a $16 million budget. Damn. I am. I'm I'm shocked. I'm genuinely shocked by that. fact. I am shocked because I, I thought Shaquille O'Neal would at least put some butts in seats. Oh, absolutely. I would have thought of. This is back when Shaq was trying to rap. Yep. I'm trying to put it into perspective of the time. I did not know he tried to rap. I mean, that's what I mean, Kobe, was. that was a back then when basketball players, they were all trying. Yeah. It was this old saying, like, in, I don't know if it's a black community, but, like, ballers and ballers try to be rappers. Because... Okay. Like, although a basketball star could go and make millions and millions of dollars, they still, right. in some sense, want to rap. And so Kobe was doing that. Shaq was doing it. Shaq was trying to DJ. Shaq was doing so many different things. I don't know if anybody would have taken him serious in a act. It's not like The Rock is now. You know, when The Rock says, I'm going to be Black Adam, everybody says, yeah. hell yeah, let's do it. Right. But when Shaq was doing this, I think, I don't know if the focus was maybe, Shaq, you need to be playing basketball or basketball players don't really go into act. Well, there, was, there was still separation. Well, there, and Kazam, like. and remember, Kazam came first. Oh, that's why. And Kazam that's came why. out in 1996. That's why. And then this came out in 97. Oh. As much as I like Kazam, oh. as yeah. much as I, that sets the tone for. Right. And so if people yeah. hated that, they're going to be like, well, that was trash. We're not going to show up for this, even if it's oh, okay. That, okay. <laughs> and to your point, Marcus, another fun fact is that one of the tracks from the album for this, um, there's a single called men of steel and Shaquille O'Neal rapped alongside KRS one ice cube, be real yeah. and Peter guns. And that was the, like the track Jesus, from that album. Heavy fucking hitters back then. I mean, that's right. this movie had power behind it. Yeah. I mean, you, you got Peter guns and ice cube alone. And KRS one. Thank you. KRS one. Yeah. And you just want to, and of course, Shaq is going to try to slide himself right there next to those two. Because that's, yeah. So I, I get why this doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, yeah, but, I guess. Yeah. But I'm I, glad I, he did it, though. I, it's you know, good. Like, it, I don't, like, yeah. it's a fun ride. Yeah. Oh, I'm I mean, it's, it. Sorry. It's, well, no, they, I, I read somewhere that they were going to cast Wesley Snipes. Ooh, uh, ooh, ooh. Uh, I need to find out where I read that, but I was reading that and I need to still movie. confirm it, but I was like, Okay, like they were trying to get him Wesley. That was Wesley Snipe in his prime, and I think right. they were also trying to get him to do a Black Panther. Was it him or Denzel to be Black Panther? 
back then. Okay. They were trying to do that as well. So yeah. any black superhero, I think it was going to be a time where Wesley right. could also be Blade, <laughs> Blade Steel, and Black Panther. And oh my gosh! Oof. Yeah, that's, I, that's I a mean, lot. that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a very different movie. I'd like to see the Wesley Snipes version. <laughs> that's when the, the pickings were slit. Like you could only have one black person actor be on top <laughs> at a time. That's when they used to do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. So. Um, <sighs> the last thing I'll say is is like. I think what I like about this is that although there are moments in this that are like a little bit more violent, I feel like this is like if I was 11 and I needed something like, like my dad rented this for me and while I was at a sleepover, this isn't that bad. Like you could probably set this and trust it. Like there is not really a ton of like shit you got to worry about. Like it's pretty innocuous. Most of the bad stuff happens off screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. remembering everything right either it's just lasers and right yeah well and even even at the beginning the senator asks like um john henry he says like you know like do you want to kill them and he goes no i don't want to kill them don't you like it nope i don't like it like and i really appreciate that like that yeah. moment in there so this I is a good this is a bad that, like when as we are watching movies and growing with movies it's so easy to I always want to remind people we are living in history. Oh, for it sure. It makes sense to me when I say it, but like every day in any situation, we are living in history. So it's so easy for us to pick apart some shit right now. Yeah. And we're not giving time. Like the reason Nas and Jay-Z and all of these movies that we love are so important to us or hold so much weight is because of the way they age with time. Some age well, some don't. Yeah. But like, you know, Get back to a time when you used to watch this, it was a blank slate. Oh, don't yes. go a super judgy mind. Don't go in thinking that this was going to win an Oscar. Some movies were meant to be just enjoyed. I'm a believer that they don't make every yes. single movie to win awards. Yes. No, they can't. Yes. There's only so many awards to go around. No, that's yeah. that's I the blank slate thing. I mean, just yeah, there wasn't. The idea of a cinematic universe was not even that no. wasn't even possible or doable or practical. <laughs> like every movie, you're right. Every movie was this blank slate. There were very minimal expectations. And now, I, yeah, y'all know the rest of that story. Yeah, for also, sure. I read an article. Sorry, last point. I read an art. I remember reading an article when I was like maybe 15 where it was like when Matrix, when the third Matrix movie came out. So I don't yeah. know how old I was when that came out, but. When that Matrix movie came out, there was an article that came out like trilogies are the new wave. The yeah. movie trilogies are the new wave. And at first, like when this movie came out, you were lucky if you got the sequel. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The sequel even came out in theater. Sometimes yes. the sequel, it was like straight the sequel was in theater, and then the second movie yeah. was straight to VHS. Yes. So like now we look at things and it's like, we want a multiverse. We want a multiverse. Me oh, my Pluto. gosh. And it's like, damn, can we like appreciate where we didn't even get a sequel? Now we yeah. just got trilogies. Now multiverses are the thing. Like, so, yeah, it's interesting, man. For sure. Um, This is on HBO Max. It's it, absolutely yeah. worth a watch. I would yes. say if you are looking to just kind of watch something that is campy and fun and kind of silly and not think too hard this is absolutely it this is mm-hmm. there's not a lot to unpack here and it's really really cool so def- definitely give it a watch thanks shout out to the patty family for picking this one yes. um, 
appreciate you. And again, the reminder, if you'd like to join the Patty family, patreon.com slash films of black and the white is the way to do it. Gentlemen, what do you all have to plug this week? Well, you know what time it is. <laughs> 3,344 streams later. Rex is still on the move. I am happy. I'm excited. But keep streaming, Max. We're, we're planning to do a music video. Please go to the Noah store. Hit the link in my bio and find something to appreciate, whether it's this, this podcast, Patreon. Listen to this podcast. Join the Patreon. Get some Noah gear or listen to the music. Listen to Soul Tide. Whatever it is or do all of it all at once. You know what I mean? We got a lot of shit going on, but find something to support that helps us so we can keep making this great content. You know what I mean? So stream maxed. A hundred percent. Brian? I'm going to talk about thelovenerds.com. Hey, there's yeah. a ton of designs for shirts that you can make. You know what? Y'all know a lot of the things at thelovenerds.com, but I'm just going to direct you there. Anyway, there is something there for everyone. If you need gift ideas, maybe you want to make something just a little bit more special, thelovenerds.com has got you. Appreciate you, Brian. Um, I want to plug this podcast. Last week, I told you that the store would be ready to launch. Um, unfortunately, we've hit a small teensy beansy little snag. So we got to kind of revamp. So it is coming. So stick with us. Please stick with us as, it, as it's coming. Um, but continue to listen to us, to share us um, uh, wherever you are. Shout out to the Czech Republic. We hit the charts in the Czech Republic. Number 231 on the Apple charts in the Czech, Czech Republic. Charting. So Man, to our Czech Republic friends, thank you. We appreciate the uh, appreciate the love. Um, but yeah, continue to support us. We got big things coming, um, and we're particularly excited about that. But most importantly, we have a three step process to success. Um, so, Brian, will you please lay us down that first step? Look, folks, the first step: read a book. I can't tell you how many times that. You're reading a book and you learn something. And you're like, wow, I was totally wrong. Books, they'll help you from being wrong. That's absolutely accurate. Marcus, will you please lay it down that second step for us, please? Uh, you want to drink some water, all right? <sighs> so listen, drink some water. I'm going to add something else to this. Um, put some lotion on, goddammit. So it's getting hot. You're being ashy. It's good that you're drinking the water. It's good that that's moisturizing your skin, but you also got to do the second part and let's put on lotion because you are cracking your skin and bleeding all over the goddamn place. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Uh, and lastly, uh, wash your ass, everybody. Look, it's hot. And some of y'all are out there mowing your yards and you're just doing other things after without hey. showering um so just and that's not a shot at brian but just in hey. general wash your ass make sure you take care of it before you go and do other stuff they don't want to smell your chores on you while you're out running errands so just do what you got to do all right just 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 wash your ass um this has been an outstanding episode we are going to watch the uh original top gun for next week yes we and are and i if you want to hear a battle, you should come and watch that because 
<laughs> I might. This one might be a struggle for me. So, but I'm oh, Brian what? is very excited. Yeah, oh. I've, I've always had a hard time with this movie. So I will. I, but will, I bring, will leave it right there. I will bring the hype. You bring the critique. Marcus That's always perfect. brings the goodness. I think we're That's, gonna have a good time. It's gonna be a great. So be sure to to, to join the Patty family so you can watch the live stream. Um, yes. Uh, for that and yeah, but in the meantime and in the between time, we we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we will catch y'all next week.